What's up, what's up? It's your girl, Erica Nicole, a.k.a. Erica Speaks Life, all over these social media streets, the founder of The Wake, Pray, Shine. Guys, you know how we do it. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, or whatever time you happen to be plucking in to Conversations with Erica. I am so excited to be with you today. I am so excited to be in your presence once again. You guys are flat out amazingly dope individuals and you are such a blessing to me and everything that happens in my life and just to kick it with you one more time just to be here one more time with you guys is a flat out blessing a flat out pleasure so guys let me tell you about this latest episode have you ever sat down somewhere with your own agenda and right before your eyes the holy spirit hijacked that moment to be something totally different well that's exactly what happened I got to sit down with our guest um, on episode 36 Miss Paula Lorraine I've known her for quite some time through church and social media we actually did a project together Um, I think it's my sixth anthology that I was in called Brilliant Awakening, where I wrote about validation, (laughs) looking for validation in all the wrong places and all the wrong faces is what I talked about and what a journey that was. But we sat down to talk about one thing and we began to talk about something else. The Holy Spirit hijacked the podcast and it just manifested, it morphed into a life of its own. And even though it's not on topic for this month, because you know um, my goal was to do cancer, um, domestic violence, or infant death, (laughs) I'm rolling with it. I am going to put this out there because I know it's what God intended. So guys, thank you for joining me on this episode. Thank you for rocking with me on episode 36. I pray this this episode touches your spirit. That it sets something in fire, on fire, inside of you to allow you to soar, to allow you to become, to allow you to manifest the things that God already said was yours. (laughs) Which is fine by me. You know, I'm all for whatever he wants to do in my life. My life is so, like I said, it's so different than I. Yes. Yes. It, yeah. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> yep. Okay. So it looks like we're live. Yep. We are. So now let me share while I'm here. I'm going to share it over. I think it's shared. Okay. So we are live. Yes. I see it. We are live. Good evening. Good evening. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. I am live here with my sister. My Just my sister. You know, she could be my sister in the gospel. She could be my sister from another mister. But I'm just so excited to be here. Give me one second. I'm trying to. Oh, there it is. Did you see it? Did I? Are you asking me? Did I see it? Yeah, I'm going in to check it. I'm getting ready to fix this. So I don't have any of my technology running right now. Okay. I'm getting ready to tag you in it then. Okay. Awesome. 
girl. This what happened when you're a one mama show. You just you you get to be the production team and the director and the <laughs> tech and everything. God is so good. I'm so grateful. He is absolutely. I'm so grateful. Listen, can't be anything but grateful. Why can't I spell tonight? Okay, I'm just gonna leave it at that for now. Okay, so I tagged you. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Well, welcome, guys. If you're here with us live on Facebook, whether you're on my personal page, whether you're on um, Wake Pray Shine with Erica Nicole, I'm your host, Erica Nicole. I am the host of the Conversations with Erica podcast, and tonight we're actually doing a live recording. Right, we're preparing for the podcast to go on the podcast platform, but we also are sitting here with my sister, Miss Paula Lorraine. Y'all, I, I can't even do her intro. Oh, I can't even give her what's just due. When I say warrior, when I say dynamic woman, best-selling author, I mean stellar graphic creator, and the list goes on and on. But what I want to say is anointing. What I want to say is peace. What I want to say is a woman after God's own heart. And I'm not talking about no churchy woman. I'm talking about a godly woman, a kingdom person that operates in kingdom principles, a true kingdom preneur, right? Everything she does, she does according to God and God's favor on her life. And I have just watched her over the years. I remember I first met her at um, Chiquita Miller's event. And it was at IVBC at the time, which is now it's all nation, all champions. And you were the MC. <laughs> And when I tell y'all this girl is funny, funny, I mean, comedian, funny, hilarious. And I just, that was so many years ago. It was. And yeah. now look at us here, both of us entrepreneurs doing our thing, really just living life. And right before we came on live, we were just talking about the liquidness of balance. You know, we, we've decided that balance is a myth. Mm -hmm. Balance is probably one of the biggest jokes. Yeah. out there at this point um i've learned in this season of my life it's liquid like your attention goes where it needs to go at the time and the rest as they say is history so paula what i like to do is i like to have my guests introduce themselves because i truly believe in the power of affirmation and the power of our own voice so yeah. i love to have my guests run their own receipts because a lot of times we are told talking about ourselves is um, prideful, ego, and all these things. But sometimes we just need to remember. Mm. We need to remember where mm. we came from, what we've accomplished, and it kind of gives us a view of where we're going. So mm -hmm. if you would introduce yourself to the Conversations with Erica um, audience, and then we'll just have our conversation from there. Wow. Well, first of all, Miss Erica, thank you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Uh, I'm I am humbled. I'm honored uh, to be a part of your platform. And I love what God is doing through your broadcast, your podcast. And I just love seeing you shine. Like I've watched you as well over all these years of knowing you. And I've seen God bring you from, you know, where you were to here. And it's just phenomenal. So thank you. So by way of affirmation, I am 
uh, a warrior. I, I believe I was born a warrior. I am a fighter. I am a daughter uh, to many, a daughter to the king, first and foremost of all, daughter to Lavinia Williams. I am a mother of six amazing, beautiful, awesome, handsome, talented, gifted, young adult children, three sons, three daughters. I am a grandmother to 11 mostly girls. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> mostly girls in that bunch uh i am a spiritual mom to many spiritual mentor to many i am a kingdompreneur as you so eloquently placed that god started my business stellar creative llc officially back in 2016 and it has grown and flourished and just evolved into something that i never envisioned it to be uh, and I am a wife. I, I'm going to confess that here on your platform. I'm a wife. Um, I believe God encoded that into my DNA from the very beginning, but I haven't gotten it right yet. Mm. But, but what I know is that this next marriage that God is bringing me into, this kingdom marriage is going to be phenomenal. When you say power couple, we are the epitome of a power couple. So Amen. I'm making that declaration and that confession on your show. You can mark it down. <laughs> All right, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here. Uh, you know, and then I am just uh, a woman, you know, a, a woman with many facets, like most of us, you know, I have different sides. I have different um, facets. Some days I have different personalities, depending on how you catch me. You know, um, I have different moods. I have different looks, you know, um, over the years as people have watched me, I've had the natural, the curly, I've had the straight, the long, the short, uh, and everything in between. So yeah, I'm I'm a woman. You know, I'm feminine. I'm girly. I like that, but I also like nature and getting out there and getting dirty and you know, uh, and the bugs and the trees and all those things. So yeah, that's that's who I am. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love how you. I love the beginning. I'm a warrior, and then what stood out to me was I'm a wife. Yeah. What stood out to me is I'm a wife because I felt that. I yeah. felt that because like you, I didn't get it right the first time, you right. know, after 24 <laughs> years, divorce. And that's what we were talking about. Like, who would have thought? Yes. Like, who would have thought I'd be going through the, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite restaurant? What's your hobby? Like, oh my God, really? <laughs> I found myself yesterday just telling God, like, when you send them, just help just me recognize them. them and help him recognize right. me. Because God, right. I don't want to go through all that. Like, yeah. I don't want to go through all that. I just don't. I don't even want to go through the first day, second day, third day. Honey, just have him walk up to me and propose. <laughs> Let my spirit know his spirit and we just go on. And so Erica, God and I had this, this running joke uh, for quite some time. I said, Lord, uh, so I'm at the point now. I was like you tired, just, you know, didn't want to mess with dating and all the things that go with that. And I said, God, you know what? I'm going to give you permission just to arrange my marriage. How about that? How about you just let him show up? I'll show up at the altar and we'll just do this thing because I don't even want to have to go through all of the twists and turns of dating. And truly, I'm not a dater. I'm not. I'm not one who will you know, go out and, you know, okay, we're going to go to the restaurant. We're going to go bowling. We're going, I'm not a dater. I want to date my husband. I want us to, um, you know, meet, see each other, pray, hear from God. If he says it's good, 
we start the courtship and then we move right into marriage and then he and I can date once we get married. That's my philosophy. See, and you you better than me. I don't even want to go through the courtship. I just want to know. <laughs> like, I just want to know. I want, this is what I want. God, I want him to get in touch with my pastor. And while I want my pastor to call me and be like, yo, I got your husband. <laughs> like, I'm, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it, I don't want to do it. It's a trying, it, it is a trying of your pa- patience because when you know your, your value, when you know, you know, what you carry, when you know what you bring to the table, and then you find yourself having to deal with these little mundane details of, like you said, what's your favorite dish? What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite color? You know, those things are extraneous. Those are extras, okay? Those are things that I can find out about you later. Exactly. I don't necessarily have to know all that right now. What I need to know is, has God endorsed you as the one? And, if, and once I know that, I'm good. Like, I don't have to know all the extras until we get into the relationship. Now, I'm not saying be ignorant. I'm not saying go out there and just, you know, fly off the handle and just, you know. That's not what I'm you, saying. You do want to know some, some things about the person that you're with. You want to get to know their personality. You want to know their makeup. You want to know their triggers. <laughs> God, Lord, help us on triggers. That's yeah. the whole thing. Um, you want to know what makes them tick. You want to know how their purpose fits in with your purpose and how God has wired you. Um, those to me are the things that you need to be looking for. What is their communication style? You know, um, what's their love language? You know, how do they receive love? How do they give love? Um, you know, and then what's their family background? Those are things though that you can you can find out through conversation. And then you can also find out through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is very intelligent. Yeah. He will clue you in to what makes that person tick. He will clue you in as to how this person is made up. What what is their uh, uh, style, their lifestyle like? What what do they? How do they perceive success and advancement in the kingdom? Those kind of things. Listen, those are those are the money the money you know grabs right there. Because let, to me, let me tell you, the Holy Spirit will pull a Kenny Rogers on you. He will yes. tell you where to. You don't know where to hold it, fold it. Walk away or run if you listen to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> he will guide you through the process. Yeah. I, I remember writing um, November of last year because I, I got my divorce in November. And I remember just sitting down and I was writing a letter to my future, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, I want to be present mm-hmm. and I want to feel him before I see him. Wow. And vice versa. I want to feel that energy that because you don't have that with everybody. Yes, you do. Right. And it's not wasted because it's, it's a powerful thing mm-hmm. and that level of connection. Right. And um, I, I have yet to have that experience, although yes. I have been aware of the absence mm-hmm. of someone's spirit. And it was spooky mm-hmm. because I was like, I walked in a building. And the previous time I was in the building, the person was there. And when I walked in the building, the next time the person wasn't there. And I knew it. I knew it before I knew it. And I was like, oh, this is. 
this is spooky. God, <laughs> what is this? You know, like, what is this? And right. then I didn't even voice it until recently. It happened like in June. And mm-hmm. I just voiced it the other day um, in a journaling exercise. Wow. Wow. Oh, okay, God. So who knows? Who knows? And who knows? I don't even think this, you know, this is what I love about what I do. One, conversations with Erica is God's. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Period. It's not me. He gave me the gift to speak. He right. called me to speak. He called me to speak life in 2016. He told me to start this podcast a long time ago. I didn't do it till last year. And right. even when I did it, I knew we would just have conversations. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all it's about girlfriends or girls and guys getting together and just chopping it up right and um here lately a lot of conversations have been about dating and dating with a purpose and just different things and you know just faith and business and last week we had um sunny on here and with this being breast cancer month and infant crisis month and um uh domestic violence month like we're having a lot of very important conversations Mm -hmm. right that's why you're on here because you are a warrior yeah you are a warrior and you create a place for women to shine absolutely it's my passion it's what I do now this is the interesting thing I am somewhat of an introvert I really enjoy my alone time Mm -hmm. my circle is very very small I enjoy time in the home. I enjoy setting the environment in my home to where it's cozy and it's comfortable. So that's my comfort zone. But God often will pull me out of that comfort zone and say, I need you to be out front because you have something to say because you are a you are that warrior. And because you hear from me, there are people that need to hear from you through hear from me through you. And so often what he'll do is he'll provide opportunities like this for me to share my voice. And I take it very seriously. I don't think that anytime I am speaking, I'm not just speaking to hear myself talk. I've been in the presence of people who, you know, they've got the microphone. And the only reason that they are enjoying that process is because they love to hear the sound of their own voice. That's not me. (laughs) I would much rather be doing solitary things to myself but what I know is that because of what God has placed on the inside of me, I have a mandate to share it. Um, and one of the things with, while we're talking about, you know, singleness and dating and becoming a wife and all those things, I feel compelled to say this. Until we get to a place in God where we are like, God, look, my trust level with you is so airtight that nothing else can get in if it's not of you, including a man. If it's not, if it didn't come from you, if it wasn't sent from you, if it didn't originate with you, God, it cannot get in. Until we get into that place of trust and intimacy with God, we're not going to be able to discern our husband properly. And I want to use the word discern in this framework. Discern meaning not only see him, embrace him, have the expectation of him and the experience of him. Those are all four very powerful things. Did because y'all write when you down, yeah. y'all should have wrote that down. If y'all didn't write that down, you need to go write that down. Embrace, inspect, embrace, expect, experience, 
and there was one more. I wish I would have recorded that in my, my memory. Right, so short. We got it. We'll, play it. we'll get it. We'll get it to you. But, but when you experience a thing, you, you're doing more than just um, encountering, and you know, you're doing more than just uh, coming into the presence of that thing. When you experience someone, you are really truly um, seeing them from a 360 degree viewpoint. Physically, you're, you're taking him in. Spiritually, you're taking him in. Emotionally, you are having the experience of this person. And then as you begin to interact with the person verbally, like we women are verbal processors. That's what we do. We love to, to verbalize. As you begin to converse with this person, there are going to be certain keywords and things that he says that let you know, oh, I think we on to something. I, 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 think, I think we're on to something. But that can only be experienced when you have reached a certain level of trust and intimacy with God. Because as you hear the Father speak, as you hear the Holy Spirit speak, that gives you the blueprint for how your mate is going to speak. Mm. And so you begin to hear him, like I said, like I said, say certain keywords or certain phrases or cert even a certain verse in the Bible that really that's your that's your jam. That's that's where you that's where you circle. He's gonna say that and you're like, oh my God, like that's my what? You what? Jeremiah 29, 11? For I know the plans that I have for you, says that's your that's your verse too. It, there's gonna be moments like that when you're gonna encounter this person, and it's just gonna be, you'll know. You'll just have a knowing. There'll be a knowing in your spirit. Y'all, let me tell y'all something. If this was not my podcast and I didn't have to be here. I will be done stuck up my church finger and exited the building on that stage. That's funny. I can't land can't see me, but this Facebook Live, they can see me. This finger would go up and I would tip out the, the building because you confirmation, confirmation, confirmation. Come on, Holy Ghost. Because yeah. this, this was not planned. Not right? Planned. Anybody not that knows me, when you come on conversations with Erica, I don't send you no questions. Yeah. We don't have an agenda. Sometimes we have a theme. Sometimes we don't. We don't. We let it flow. It's conversations. It's raw and real conversations. And yeah. when the anointing sits in, when the it's 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 just mandated. Yeah. It is it is this is this is the epitome of living on purpose, living in purpose, on purpose. Exactly. Period. Exactly. This, this platform is not about nothing else but going with the flow. Yes. And whatever bubbles up is going to be shared. Yes. Period. Absolutely. I've had people tell testimonies that they have never told before Yeah. on my podcast. And we like, whoa, where did that come from? That's how I want it. That's how God wants it. Yes. Because that's, you know, that's how he does me, period. And so I love what you said because literally conversation, confirmation, confirmation, confirmation. Confirmation because I actually received a prophecy, and in that prophecy, I received a date. Mm. A date I've never in my life received a date, yeah, yeah. with some PowerPoint, some points, some nuggets, some right, right. And I'm like, Whoa, God, okay, right. And just yesterday, I was sitting in my morning time with God, and uh, I just I've never prayed for my husband. Mm. Now, when I was married, I prayed for that husband, right. right? But being a single woman, I've never, I've heard people say they've done it. 
Mm -hmm. I've never done it. And God led me to pray. Wow. He, I mean, and I'm, I was like, whoa, okay. Well, whoever he is, he covered. (laughs) You know, but it was so when it was done, I knew it was done. Mm. I knew it was done and it was the coolest thing ever. Wow. It was the coolest thing ever. And I was that is so awesome. Like, wow. So, so when you that's why when you said that, it's like when you know that you were put here to be a wife. The yeah. funny thing is, as a young girl, I never desired to be a wife. Mm, I wow. did not have healthy marriages around me. Okay. I did not come from marriage. Uh, my aunt was married, my grandfather and my grandmother separated early. Um, mm. so I didn't healthy marriage all I knew about healthy marriage was tv yeah yeah that was tv that was hollywood you right. know what I'm saying the hustles didn't live next door to me exactly or the Jeffersons for that matter exactly. so um you, I didn't I didn't know when mm-hmm. I got married I still didn't know I had yeah. no clue what I was doing probably yeah. just probably shouldn't have done it we were great partners right we were great partners and we partnered to raise our children we partnered right. to do some great things um, we were horrible wives and husbands to each other. Mm, we just mm, mm, case in point, here we are. Yeah. So it's like, but I know, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt mm-hmm. that I am here to walk alongside, walk behind when needed, walk in front, right? Of him. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And we have to, you know, that's the thing that God has to prepare us for. Um, I think one of the things that's missing just in general, uh, even in the church, even amongst, you know, believers is that preparation process. Um, And that's not something to be taken lightly. It is literally a formal process that God launches you into to prepare you for your kingdom spouse. Mm. And um, it involves several things, uh, uh, the majority of which is healing from our wounds from childhood, healing from those those nasty, ugly, dysfunctional blueprints that we received growing up that showed us you know, what dysfunction looked like, that showed us what abuse looked like, that showed us you know, what, it, what it meant to disrespect one another in a marriage. I mean, I think we've all in some shape, form or fashion have experienced some of that, whether from afar or in our own households. And so when we have all of those, um, I call them demonic, but let's just call it what it is, (laughs) those demonic blueprints superimposed on our psyche, what ends up happening is we take all that in and we assimilate that as normal, that that that's a normal thing. And so then we begin to act out of that blueprint in our relationships and it shows up um, in dysfunction, it shows up in abusiveness, it shows up in all of these different ugly things. And so we don't even know why we're walking in error in our marriages. We don't even know why we can't seem to get along with each other. We don't know why we're disrespectful at the mouth or why we've got attitude or why we can't honor each other. We don't know. We're just acting from these tapes that have been playing in our heads from childhood. So one of the things God begins to do as he prepares us to become wives or husbands, if there's any guys watching, is he begins to heal those negative blueprints that have been imposed on our souls. And uh, 
one of the things I know is that some of that healing will take place outside of the marriage prior to meeting your person. And some of that will take place within the marriage as you begin to interact with each other inside of the marriage. So um, I wanna encourage someone that if you are in a process right now and God has you kind of on the surgery table and he's healing some things and he's, you know, don't feel like, oh, it has to be all finished before I meet my person and get married because that may or may not be the case. Some people, he does need to do a complete healing, but it may even at that not be complete, complete, because there are still some things that need to happen within the context of your relationship with a man, with a woman, okay? Um, and so one of the things, one of the assignments of a kingdom spouse is, I don't know why God has taken us down this path, but we'll go there. <laughs> this was not what I thought we were gonna right? talk about, right? but it's amazing. But we're here, here we are. One of their assignments is to complete to come alongside with, with Christ and complete your healing. People say, well, you don't want to marry a project. You don't, your spouse is not there to heal you. I beg to differ. No, the person is not a project. No human being should ever be considered a project. But I will uh, present this idea that you are to come alongside Christ and to be a representation of Christ in that person's life. And you are to bring life and healing into their life through the relationship. And they are to bring life and healing into your life through the relationship. So it is an even exchange because nobody's gonna come to the relationship all healed, oh, praise God, all our wounds are healed. We don't have no triggers, praise God, we perfect. No, that's not the case. So we need to take these unrealistic expectations off of one another and put ourselves in God's hand and allow him to decide when the relationship happens and his timing and at what stage in our growth and healing process that person comes along. My God, I love it. I tell, you know, I have this statement that I say all the time. Well, I've been saying it for the last year is you need the couch, which is the therapist, the cross, which is some Jesus. And then you need to get you a coach, honey, because ain't nothing like a coach and mentor to help you get this thing together. And I know um, I've been in therapy now probably for about five months, if not more. And I go to a trauma therapist. Mm. Now, you know, when you say that to some people, they're like, oh my God, what have you been through? Well, honey, life is traumatic. Right. Life is traumatic. And what I learned about myself is I was raised in masculine energy, mm. right? I was raised by a single mom that all she knew was get after it and grind. Mm. God bless my mom. She yeah. worked until she could not work, right? She worked two jobs or the equivalent of, and it was a struggle, but she did what she knew to do. So right. when you're raised in masculine energy and then my, my, um, I have two aunts that one divorced really, really early and they're single, right? So, you know, still you're single. So most of the time you got that masculine feminine, but if you're a single woman, right? Especially if you're a single mom, you most of the time you're going to be more masculine than feminine because you're wearing all the hats. Mm -hmm. Then my mother, when my grandfather and my grandmother separated, she had to shift, right? Mm -hmm. So all this masculine energy from independent women 
are surrounding me and then I become a, a single mom. Mm. I become a single mom and I marry as a single mom right. and I shift, but then my husband gets hurt and then he cannot be the breadwinner. And so there was some shifts in there and I shifted back into masculine mm -hmm. because that's what I know. That's what I was raised in and forgot to shift back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So now on the other side, divorced, single, living on my own, I'm like, I don't want to be masculine. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to figure this thing out so I can be balanced. You know, we right. talked about this balance thing. Right. Already. Right. And I'm noticing that with a lot of us and then it causes, you know, so if a woman is masculine, then the male in the relationship is either going to be masculine and y'all going to be bumping heads mm -hmm. or he's going to be a little feminine and not saying feminine as in a sassy way, well, he's going to fall back. Mm -hmm. And he's going to let you lead and he's going to let you make decisions and right. Right. So it, right. it's a lot in there, but it goes back to healing the wounds of childhood. Yes, absolutely. It goes back to um, the triggers of childhood. So in what I've learned, mine went all the way back to the age of two. Mm. I'm 50. I am 50. The age of two, two. being a daddyless daughter. Right, being let down, waiting on your dad to come pick you up and he never shows up. Looking for, and you know, I was in your book, Brilliant Awakening. I think it was volume two. And I wrote about that, the validation. You're right. looking for that validation and it's not there because the only validation you should be looking for is God. Mm -hmm. He's the only one that validates you, but we don't know that. Mm -hmm. So now we're out here looking for validation in all the wrong places, in all the wrong place faces, in all the wrong beds and back seats and all that good stuff. Let's just keep it 100, right? right? We're looking for, and not only in our opposite sex, but even in our sisterhoods, right? Even in our relationships at work. Look right. at me, look at me, you know, looking for that data girl mm -hmm. when it's only, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then we get in this marriage, right? And right. we want the marriage to validate. Yes, yes. And, and it just, it, <laughs> So I, I'm, I'm going to say this, um, validation can come from other people. I, I, I want us it to, really have, I want us to get a clear view of that, you know, um, otherwise God wouldn't have made us in relationship with one another. So, uh, our primary validation come from him. Okay. The, the main source of our validation, I'm going to say 90% of it comes from God. Because he's the maker and creator. He's the one who initiated our being. Um, but then there's a small percentage of that that will come from other people. Where it becomes dysfunctional is when they become the primary and God becomes the secondary. So oh, that's how it gets flip-flopped. Um, question. The validation that comes from other people, would you agree or disagree that it's confirmation of what God has already given you or spoken to you? Absolutely. Absolutely. When um, Timothy was uh, being uh, validated for being a young minister and for having the gift of God on the inside of him, you know, Paul validated him by saying, you know, this is what I see, Timothy. Um, and I know that it came through your grandmother, Lois, and through your mother. I know those gifts and those things that you're currently experiencing um, you're, it is because of the legacy that God brought through your, you know, mm -hmm. your, your mother and your grandmother. And so, yes, validation is a confirmation 
of what God has already placed on the inside of you. And, and so, and this is how we know when the people that we're connected to are who we are supposed to be connected to. They should only be speaking that which God has spoken about you. Anytime you start hearing things that are contrary to what God says about you, that is a red flag. Um, anytime they start calling out things in you that were the old you, the past you, the things that you used to do, um, the things that, you know, the, God is not saying about you, you really need to stick a pin in that relationship and say, you know what, I'm going to come back to you possibly if I'm led to come back. But right now I need to bow out because it's just not healthy. Um, now, I'm not saying that uh, people who are called to be that iron in your life to sharpen you can't point out certain things that maybe God has his finger on. Um, if they discern things by the spirit that are out of order or need to be worked on or adjusted, absolutely, we are to hold each other accountable. But I'm talking about um, people that want to constantly remind you how you know you used to be broke and bad with money. People that constantly want to remind you that, you know, when you've had three marriages and so you mean you, you're going to try it again. Listen, <laughs> what I know about God is that he is the God of a second, third, fourth chance if necessary until we get it right by his standards. Okay. So I'm not going to count myself out. Yes, I am a multiple divorcee, but what I know about God is that he put wife on the inside of me. And if he said it, he means for me to get that right before he comes back. Therefore, he's not a liar. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. So if he put it in me, he intends to make good on that promise. Come on so now. For those that try to condemn because yeah. of, you know, your past, or they say, well, you know, you are a single mom, you, you know, you, you are a teenage mom and you had all these kids or you, you know, you filed bankruptcy twice and you can't get Man. your finances. You can't never get your finances in order. Your, your credit score was 450 the last time I talked to you. Listen, what I know about God, once again, is that he is a God of multiple chances. He will never count you out because that's the reason he sent Christ to die on the cross, to give us that, that another and another and another chance. At some point, he does expect us to wake up to who we really are and start walking in our Christ identity. Therefore, all of these things will come in alignment with who he says we are. But until then, thank God for his patience and his long suffering and his loving kindness and his mercy. Girl, thank <laughs> you for his grace. Thank you for it. If it had not been for his grace, come like, come on. Come on, honey. Let me tell you, you said a lot. Girl, I'm telling you, I want to tip out, y'all. I want to I want to just tip out because this is, this, you, this is how you know it's, it's straight divine because this was not what I reached out for, but this is what God delivered and it's on his purpose. It's on his purpose. It's on his purpose. And that's what I tell him every day. Whatever, whatever we're doing on this podcast, God, just you do it. You do it, right? Because people need the raw and the real. And there are people out there that have been church hurt. Yes. There are people that out there that have been judged. They yes. have been persecuted and they have been made to feel less than. Yes, yes. And, and that's not God. And still being persecuted and still being made to feel less than. Oh. So I want to speak, I want to speak to that as someone who has gone through all of the above. 
And Amen. so there's the experience slander at the hands of the church or people that call themselves believers, people who say they're Christians, people who are spirit-filled, baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues and yet putting their mouth on, on you. I, I want to say this to you. God has the final say. There is nothing that they can say about you that trumps what God says about you. So it would behoove you to learn who you are in him and anchor yourself in that identity. Because the next time you come up against someone who tries to speak against who you really are, you, your answer is, I am who God says I am, period, point blank. There is nothing that can be said about me, my character, my behavior, my choices, my decisions, my past that trumps what God says about me. So if you need to refute that, you'll probably want to consult him, period. Y'all, I'm telling you, you go, I'm going to throw the finger up, I'm going to run a lap, and then I'm going to need some oxygen when I come back. I'm <laughs> but I'm, Because you're, you're, you're talking real talk. You're talking real talk because I t we, we've been in the hot seat. We've been in the hot seat, right? We've been in the hot seat. And then when you get divorced, well, what can you tell me about marriage? Well, I can tell you a whole bunch. Yes. Right, I can tell you a whole bunch. Yes. Like, like, let's just be real. And that's what I love. That's just really what I love about God is he's not a respecter of person. He's not. He's absolutely not. And he is a forgiving God. Yes. And if us believers, y'all church folk, you know who I'm talking about because I'm not a church folk. And if you know me, you know I ain't <laughs> a church folk. Because I just, I, I mean, and I hate, I, when I say it, people be like, oh, but I just don't like church folk because y'all know who y'all are. You condemning, judging. <laughs> angry, bitter, always got something to say about, leave people alone. Yeah, yeah. Leave people alone. Yes, yes, yes. That's, I mean, that's the bottom line. Leave people alone because you don't even have no idea what is going on and you haven't taken the time to find out what you got the nerve to have your mouth on somebody. If you're not praying for them, do not pray on them. You know, if you are not on your face, on your knees, interceding for this. Individual, and not praying your will, but God's will. Right, right, exactly. Then don't pray on them. Don't put your mouth against them. That is God's child that you're talking about. That's God's child that you're criticizing. That's God's child that you're accusing. So I would say you better be careful. With, you know, I don't so care. His words say, touch now thou my anointed. That's what his words say. His word tells you to back up mm -hmm. and leave his anointing alone. Leave his favorite daughter, leave his favorite son alone. That's what his words say. And then you wonder why you got situations going on. At your he, house. he cares. He cares so deeply for each one of us. I mean, his, his, his love and care for us is so, so just imagine your children. You know, imagine how much you love and care for them and multiply that times a billion times, a billion times, a billion. I mean, that's how much God cares for us. Mm. Therefore, if he cares for something that much, he's going to do everything in his power to protect it. He's going to do everything in his power to affirm it and confirm it. But this is the wonderful thing I love about God. We talk, we talk about his forgiveness, but let's talk about his redemptive power. Come on God now. God is a redeemer. Yes. He will take every negative circumstance in your life and redeem that thing. Meaning he's going to buy that back for you on your behalf. 
And then he's going to turn that into something absolutely amazing. So that divorce, those multiple divorces, that abortion, that rape, the, uh, the domestic violence, um, the, the, you know, the bankruptcy, the, the uh, business closure, whatever you're looking at, whatever you're facing, he's going to take all of that. And he is going to, if you are his child, you claim him as your father and you are his daughter or son, he's going to take all of that and he's going to redeem it. Because what God, see, this is the thing about God. God has a reputation. And to this day, his reputation has not been tarnished. And the reason why is because he always keeps his word. He says he watches over his word to perform it. So if it's in this Bible. Come on, come on. I was getting ready to grab mine. Come on. If it's in this Bible, he intends to make good on it. If, and, and even those things that he speaks as a rhema word outside of, you know, his written word those prophetic words that you're wrestling with that you have been given some of you have gotten prophetic words the prophet told you five years ago that you were going to have a baby but you're still barren the prophet told you 10 years ago that you were going to get married but you're still single the prophet told you two years ago you're going to have a successful booming business but it has yet to materialize no one understand this the enemy is not excited about that prophecy Absolutely. So what he's going to try to do is come in and block it and hinder it and cause distraction and cause all these things to so that it won't manifest. But God is a keeper of his word. And what you should be doing is reminding God, God, you said that I was going to have that baby. God, you said that I was going to have that successful business. Come on, come God, on. you said that I was a wife. You said I was a husband. You said I, my body would be healed. Some of you are wrestling with, with physical ailments. I know there's somebody watching right now. You are dealing with a stomach issue. Mm. Something's going on in your digestive system. And the doctors mm. have done tests and they've given you medicine and they've done everything they could do. And you keep fighting it. The reason why you're fighting is because you won't stand with God and say, God, but you promised me my healing. Your, your word says that by Jesus stripes, I'm healed. So where's my healing, God? And God is not intimidated by you calling him to account on his word. He wants you to. Remember, so he Yeah, he wants you to hold him up to his word. So if you are wrestling with a situation, a decision, a circumstance right now, and you can't seem to get your breakthrough, you need to go to God and say, look, God, you promised me in your word, or you promised me through the mouth of the prophet. I've tested the word, and I found it to be by the spirit of God. God, I need you to make good on this word and watch him work on your behalf. Now, am I saying that's God? It goes back to what you said. It's his reputation on the line. Thank you. And he has not lost a battle yet. He's not, not going to start with you. Not one. Not one. He doesn't intend to start now. Mm. So God is a not a respecter of persons. If you have a mustard seed of faith, you can stay to that mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and we can replace that mountain with that wayward child that's out there running them streets right now, smoking everything in sight giving their body to everybody that will take it, you can say to that mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and watch God work. Watch him move in your life. Watch him move in your circumstance. Watch him move in your body because God's word is real and his reputation is on the line and he's going to do everything he can to protect you. Trust me. Ooh, girl, you don't. <laughs> Listen, when God gets a hold of me, 
I, there's sometimes I'm sitting in this apartment and I'm in here doing the whole holy dance just off a word he gave me. That's okay? it. And I know that if he gave it to me, it's for someone else as well. Absolutely. So this word that I'm sharing with you tonight, this is for me. This is me. Just Sunday, me and my daughter at 8 p.m. every Sunday, we get together and we pray. And this past Sunday, I did exactly what I just said to you. I said, but God, you said, God, you said, he's promised me something. Uh, and it's not marriage, it's something else. It's, another, it's, something else to do with it's something else to do with my family. And I said, God, but you said, yes. you promised me, God. You gave a prophetic word, Lord. And so I'm calling you to, to the carpet on this with God. You know, and I got a little feisty. But one, one thing I know about God is because of our relationship, he's not offended by that. Absolutely he's not. not. <laughs> matter of fact, he's like, yeah, that's my daughter right there now. <laughs> so he know, but that's the thing. He knows you. He mm -hmm. knitted you together in your mother's womb. So he know you could get crumb. Yes. He know. He know. I be like, the other day I told God, I said, now God, look, you tested my gangster. <laughs> like enough is enough. This is what you said. This is what I believe. I did what you said. Now what's up? What are we doing next? What? Right. Where's the next move? Right, right. Did I, did I just say that to God? I did just say that to God. <laughs> yes. But that's what I love about him because he knows me. He knows. he knows me. And what I love even more is he doesn't expect us to be perfect. That's right. Like he doesn't expect us to be perfect. There was one perfect person. Jesus. Yeah. He ain't walking this race to this earth no more, right? He's not in the physical no more. That's our job. And he knows we're not perfect. Because if we were, if we were going to be perfect, he wouldn't have had to give up his son, Jesus, to begin with. Exactly. Exactly. He wouldn't even have to give up his son. And as a person that has buried a child, has lost a child, let me tell you, I can only imagine what that felt like. Mm -hmm. Giving up his child for us. Hard-headed. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Hard-headed hard people. Yeah. Oh, my God. Paula, we can go on and on. Because this, he like can. the Holy Spirit hijacked the podcast. He did. And yeah. hey, and I'm okay with it. Tell the people what 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 can they expect next? What does 2022 look Ooh. like for the Paula brand? Yeah, definitely more ministry. I mean, I, I have finally stopped running and I can tell against it and trying to go around it. You know, so he has me in, in Bible college right now. And, you know, that credential is just strictly for man. That's not for me because I could care less. Okay. But God's like, go, go ahead and, you know, God to go ahead and complete that. But yeah, more ministry. I just feel really strongly about helping people transcend that place from where they are to where God would have them to be. You know, whether that be they receive their healing emotionally from soul wounds or whether that be that they adjust how they see themselves in Christ, you know, their identity in Christ. I'm really big, big, big on those two things. And so I'm going to be launching out. I'm not going to say a whole lot about that, but uh, okay. more, more to come. Um, of course, I'm still going to be doing Stellar Creative and all my graphic stuff and writing more books and publishing more books and all the things. Uh, but yeah, and then there's some probably some surprises in there. God, I, I get the sense that God is going to also bring some things that I didn't realize were in me out. Okay. And so I'm just like, okay, God, what's this going to look like? You know, and I'm open. I'm here for it. I am here for it because I want to maximize everything that he put in me before Christ's return. 
And, and I'm believing that I'm going to do that. So yeah, that's just a couple of what, what I, I believe he has planned for me. I love it. And I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, to see what Brilliant Awakening is going to do, which is your magazine as well as your anthology. Mm -hmm. So what now? We've had two, two anthologies at this point. Two, and now we're launching three, which is If Resilient Was a Person. And so it's the third in the trilogy. And I think it's probably going to be the final one. Um, I'm, I'm getting a lot of fight from the enemy on this one, though. And okay. so... Because of that, I know that God is up to something. Uh, and so I am just looking forward to working with the women. Uh, if, if there's anyone watching and you have had a desire to write your story, uh, I am open for new authors to come aboard with this anthology. And so an anthology is a collection of stories of different individuals. And this one, we're going to focus more on the success side of the story. So the previous anthologies, we talked a lot about the struggle and the, you know, the courage to overcome the struggle and what the struggle looked like. And I really want to hit on the struggle, but really focus on, okay, what were the success steps? You know, what, now that we're beyond the struggle, what does that look like, you know, and how have you constructed this? And so that's what we're doing with this particular anthology. I am so excited for those that have already come aboard, but I do have plenty of room for more uh, co-authors. And I can immediately see why the enemy is fighting because the enemy doesn't want you to see the positive. Yes. He doesn't want you to celebrate, right? He wants us always focusing on the negative and the shortcomings. Yes. So of course, that's why he's fighting, of course. right? He yeah. does, he, so he, as soon as you said the title, I'm like, oh, that's why he's fighting. Because if he can keep you focused on the negative, he gonna keep you right there in the negative. Woe is me, down, pitiful, shame, guilt, in the struggle, not over here in the thrive and strive and glow and go up. Yes. You know, the enemy, I told, I did a live. I, did, I think I did a Facebook live about it. Like he got one job. He got one job, rolled in, still, still and destroyed, and he is about his business. That's it. Yeah, so we better be about ours. Absolutely. That's it. <laughs> we all got an assignment, right? We all have something to do. And right. God going to get the glory out of it all. He going to get the glory out of your ups, your downs, your whatever it is. He going to get the glory. And he going to get the glory out of this podcast. Whoa! Yeah. This so good. I am sitting over here like, <laughs> feel it. I can feel it. And I hope those that are watching us, if you're live, hashtag live, y'all know how I get down. If you replay the hashtag replay for my podcast audience, when you hear this on the platform, this was recorded live. Um, we, we jumped on here. We did a Facebook live with Miss Paula um, and we just let her flow. This was not the topic of intention, but evidently the Holy Ghost did what he did. And anybody that knows me know I rock hard with him. I let him do what he's going to do. He can hijack uh, my platform any day Anytime, because right. without him, I would be a hot mess 2.0 period. You know? <laughs> period. I wouldn't even like myself. So you surely yeah. wouldn't like me. So I love that he did what he did. I love that I got to share this space with you. It's such an honor. Oh, it is such an honor to watch you shine. Anybody that knows me knows everything I do. The platform is Wake, Pray, Shine Ministry. And waking is simply realizing who you are and whose you are, you know, to pray, to be in constant communication with God and the Holy Spirit. So you can discern 
and flow with him as we just did here today. And it's simply shining, stepping into the place that was created for you and rocking it out and letting your light so shine before men so they will see your goodness and give glory to God. And that's exactly just what you did here this evening. So I'm going to ask you the question because the Holy Spirit says it's okay. So what would you, what would be your advice to your younger self? And when I say younger, I want to say mid adult, 25, 30 year old self. He always gives me an age. So what would be your advice to your 25, 30 year old self? Knowing what you know now. Yeah. Um, gosh, my 25 to 30 year old range was so tumultuous. <laughs> she was a confused, hurt, angry young woman. I would say to her, look at yourself in the mirror real quick. Just go to the bathroom, look at yourself in the mirror. And I want you to know that that young lady that you're looking at right now is going to be a powerhouse for God. And so I would encourage you to drop that false uh, persona that you have of anger. Drop it because it's not the real you. The real you is so amazing, so awesome, so beautiful, so talented, so gifted that this life 10 years from now, 20 years from now is not even going to look the same. So just embrace your real self. That was a whole love letter to her younger self. And it was amazing. (laughs) And so many of us can use that for our younger selves. Yeah. Because at just celebrating 50 this year and sitting back and looking, all I could say was, whoa, God, like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Who would have ever thought, right? Who would have ever thought? Well, Miss Paula, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know you are super busy. I know you have plenty of things on your schedule, but the fact that you lended this hour to um, the people that are listening, young man, boy, woman, girl, whoever it is listening, I pray that something resonated um, with them. Something you said resonated with them. Guys, connect with Miss Paula. Everything about her will be in um, the show notes. Um, for you to connect with her. Y'all know, like, I don't put nobody on this platform that's for play. It's for real and it's definitely for God's purpose. So once again, I thank you. I know my life has been changed in this hour. So I pray that someone else's life has been changed um, as they listen to this, whether it's as soon as it drops or weeks down the road or whatever. And I just pray that God just does what he's going to do. And I look forward to 2022 with you. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Thank you, Miss Erica. Oh my God. What a blessing. All right. Let me stop the live. So I'm back and all I'm getting ready to say is, did I not tell you? Did I not tell you how epic, how Holy Ghost driven this episode was? I'm telling you, I still get chills listening to it and I wish (laughs) that we would have kept the recording going because my God what happened after we stopped recording the manifestation of the Holy Spirit through prayer as she spoke into me and then in turn I had the opportunity to pour into her and then prophecy 
whoo, come on, Holy Ghost, took place. Let me tell you something about the God we serve. He is so dope. He is so dope. And I absolutely love the place that he has for me. Um, I don't understand all aspects of this journey with me and him. Um, but I absolutely love it and I'm absolutely here for it. Um, guys, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed what God did on this episode. Well, before I go, I want to just say thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for rocking with me for 36 episodes. Please do not forget to go and subscribe. Go to the YouTube channel because the YouTube channel is coming back to life, guys. So go over to the YouTube channel as well. It'll be in the show notes. Don't forget to connect on the social media streets. Erica Speaks Life, Wake, Pray, Shine. Guys, don't forget to subscribe and review. I need you in order to do what God has mandated me to do. It requires a connection between you and I. It cannot, it, it requires a commitment between you and I. And what I'm committed to do is showing up. Even if the cadence of this, this podcast changes, as you see, I'm dropping on Friday now and not on Thursday. Um, until I hit the stride that I'm supposed to be, until it works out, what I'm committed to doing is showing up each and every week. On purpose, in purpose is what I'm committed for here on this platform. So I just simply want to say thank you. I just want to simply want to say that I love each and every one of you and that I'm praying God's a blessing over each and every one of your lives, that he shows up and shows out in your life, not only today, but every single day that you walk up on this earth, that the God in me manifests in your life. Manifest in your business projects, manifest in your ministry, manifest in your family, that the God in me, the loving God, the forgiving God, the God of multiple chances shows up in your life as well, that you are released from guilt and shame, that you no longer battle with depression and anxiety, and you are able to go with the flow of the Holy Spirit in your life. Guys, y'all know who I am. My name is Erica Nicole, a.k.a. Erica Speaks Life, all on these social media streets. I am simply your girl here to stow up, stir up the gifts inside of you and remind you to wake, pray, shine. Remind you that God said that we are to let our light so shine before men so they will see our goodness and give glory to God. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a mandate that we must live each and every day while we're still here upon the earth. I love you guys. Catch you next week. Bye-bye.